Oh boy, episode six, and I'm back in the chair with my co-host, Mr. Theodore Seatwood. I'm Sweet. so happy to see that man sitting there. Obviously, thank you to Noah, who did a wonderful job. You guys will see him on more, but... I, I want to start with that. Noah couldn't ask for a better replacement. It's next man up. And better man to fill in my shoes when I was in the ER with 102 temperature after I had a great weekend with a low temperature. This flu won't go away. However, I went to the ER and the doctor put me on the steroids. Not to get huge. Um, and he put me on the antibiotics. I feel like a whole new man today. I could tell, and, honestly. And I told Teddy, I'm like, there's something about this episode that being comfortable in front of the mic, like Teddy said, and um, just the information and the content that we're going to present today make, makes it so special. And I think we even added a, uh, a little centerpiece that I, uh, I think signifies Add some touch to the it. start of the uprise. And as this plant grows, it's plastic, but... No, but speaking of Mr. Noah Rogoff, um, go and check out the last episode. He brought his brilliance and sports intelligence into the show, and Teddy and him had a great episode without me. Uh, you will see us three with an episode. However, I'm back, baby, and it is great. So, let's get right into it. Um, Small, uh, I'm going to keep it rolling through this just to show the reality of filming one of these. Uh, it appears my microphone is on the iPhone microphone input. So give me a sec. Do we got... No, we're not... We, the show fucking goes on. The show goes on. I'm, if if we've learned anything... It, I did it. Okay. We're back. <coughs> Still have the cough. The cough. That won't change. But fever's down. We're feeling good. Um, Red settings. We're good. Red Sangs. Okay. Let's get into it. First thing we got to talk about. Baker proved me wrong on Sunday versus the Patriots. That boy balled out, and he had a great game and proved why he's an elite quarterback in the league. Um, I heard that's opposite t day today. Did you Everything hear that? I just fucking said is completely a lie. And he backed up everything I've said since the beginning of this podcast. Baker, Baker, moneymaker, no more. If the Browns re-sign that man after this year, after he went, oh, what is was this, it? Is this the rookie deal? He's on the rookie deal. And he's off after this year? Is there, and, is there like an option? For, is there like a fifth-year option? Well, it's... Like, would it have to be an him entire and contract? Jones, him and Daniel Jones are in the same boat where well, it, it's like Baker, make or break Baker as much as you dislike Baker Mayfield, it's just... You can't compare it to Daniel Jones. Yeah, you're this right, because Daniel guy, Jones is way better. This you're is right. a guy who di has won his division. No, did they win it last year? I don't know, but all I got to say is... Game. I don't like Baker Mayfield. He either. went 11 but, and 21 but he's with not, 74 yards and an interception watch versus the, the Patriots. Sorry, versus the Patriots. You know what happened when uh, Mr. Backup Case Keenum came into the game? Oh, he had more passing yards in two and a half less quarters. I always forget the Case Keenum connection for you. So I know, I know that you're rooting No, no, I'm him. not biased towards him. I just give the facts. A little bit, a little bit. I give the facts. 
Baker. That's why I like Case Keenum is kind of Baker Mayfield, who's just a little bit better. But then again, with that being said, I don't has. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say something really stupid about Case Keenum in the playoffs, but he has. Yeah. Um, He's been better. He was better in the playoffs. Was he? Who was the miracle? Case Keenum. Case Keenum. That's what I thought. Uh, Baker Mayfield contract. I'm just double checking this. I I was actually like, I was rooting for Baker this weekend because. Um, I don't like dude, to see players like do bad, but it's it just showed like, dude, this guy should not be a starting quarterback in the league. He just shouldn't be. I disagree with that. However, Patriots exposed him. However, is he? He's one of the. He he could start on multiple teams. Like he could start on the Panthers. Probably he could start. But I yes, I agree with you to the point where he's not like gonna be that difference maker franchise dude that you need for a playoff run so i agree with you on that that they need to go in another direction if they want to go any further than freaking division around. The they might not even make have. the playoffs right now but um I, he is a starting quarterback in the nfl when you look around at guys like darnold who get their shots and stuff like that i mean he his resume is light years ahead of those guys but i do agree with you he, he's not uh He's not he's not an all-star and he's not carrying your team anywhere. I think wait, is it more important to note that was it more the story of the great rookie quarterback and the great defense of Bill Belichick Matt, exposing are going, Baker? Are we going to the Pats right now? Well, I'm I'm just wondering, was that more more of the story or was it about Baker? What do you think as a Pats? Fan? I think both. I, I think uh it's, it was, Man, Mac Jones balled out. I think it was a two-chapter book on Sunday, one chapter being about the Browns and the other chapter being about just the complete team effort that we got from, obviously, defense balled out, offense balled out. Mac Jones, best game of his young career, threw for three touchdowns. Hunter Henry got another two on the season. He has seven leading all tight ends. Uh Mac Jones now has five more passing touchdowns than Cam Newton had at any point all of last year. And um, only seven interceptions. And I think he's around 2,300 yards right now, uh, along with the six wins at this point in the season. He's breaking records. He's on pace to break Dak Prescott's record. Uh, Dak Prescott was right at 67% oh, yeah, right. his, um, his rookie year. Max uh, at 69% right now. And... So I and I expect him to keep that up, even because that number dropped over the past few games. Then this past game, you know, went right back up. Um, Max balling, teams balling, defense is balling. Bill Belichick has to. If we make the playoffs, which we should, and Bill Belichick is not the coach of the year, I seriously am going to be so disappointed. Um, in that, but listen, why don't? Let's move on Let's, to my why, picks. I was going to say, why don't we run through your picks but, real like quick? Like I said in the beginning of this uh, episode, we got a lot of content to get into. And not a lot of time, just because we've kind of noticed that the shorter our episodes and the more we deliver in the less amount of time, well, we'll reach our viewers better. What we're doing is we have a, a really good interview at the end of this episode for you. Um, oh, it's great. It's great. So we want to we wanna do do our rundown for you guys and then get you guys there because it was our first in-person interview uh number one and number two tacklers on the Syracuse team um and we won't go too much into that but that's going to be coming up probably around the 25 26-ish minute mark it'll be in the I'll put it in the description when that interview starts um week 11 picks 
I went 50% last week. I don't know if I've stated this before. Going 50%, I would rather go 25% than 50% because breaking even is my least favorite thing to do in all of anything you either want to go out in life. You either want to go out on your sword or make a ton of money. Lose, lose, I'd rather lose 100 than win $0. Yeah. However, college football was a big hit. This podcast is not a betting podcast. It's just a segment we like to do, and I'm going to run through these fast yeah, because it's not a betting podcast. Uh, I do want to say, per the Pat McAfee show, NFL underdogs went 9-5 and five last week against the spread and are 87-62-1 against the spread this season. And this is why, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is not about college football. But it's because of the NFL, with so many upsets, with so much urgency. Yeah. And why it's the Bear League. Yep. Love college football. We're moving on. Falcons, plus seven, versus Patriots, Thursday Night Football. I've been betting for the Patriots the last couple weeks, and they've been winning me some money. And I hate to do this one, but seven points is a lot in the NFL. You're going to regret it, but let's let's just move on. Let's I might regret these. it. Let's just get through these. Um... Lions plus 11 and a half versus the Browns. Sorry, uh, Baker, Baker, Shea, Corback, and shouldn't be in the league anymore. 11 and a half is a lot versus a bad quarterback. 49ers, my six versus the Jags. Okay. I love that one. My lock of the week, baby. And we're going to get to it later. Colts plus seven and a half yep. versus. <coughs> oh, boy. Send them back. Colts plus seven and a half versus the Bills. Seven yeah. and a half is a lot. Completely agree for with a that. great team. I actually have the uh, Bill. I actually have the Colts winning that game in a ridiculous parlay, which I'll talk about <clears throat> afterwards. Um, I will never bet against the Dolphins again because they continue to break my heart. And my friend Ben said, "If you bet against them again, I don't think you should yeah. be a betting." I, I, I issued a public apology to Ben in the last episode just because yeah. I was I caught myself ripping into the Dolphins again, which I tend to do. But they uh, always... They deserve it. Yeah. I hate to say it, they deserve it. So um, But minus three versus the Jets. Jets are not a great team. Joe Flacco will start be a, starting. Start a Flacco. I'm sorry, Tay's friend, Max, but Dolphins are going to win by more than three uh, versus the Jets. Panthers minus three and a half versus Washington football team because of two words, Cam Newton. That's why they're winning by three and a half. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, boy. Sorry, guys. that? Here we are predicting an all-time show. And Max forgets to turn on Do Not Disturb. Why isn't it resuming? This is the most rookie. Do you want, to, do you want me to put my mic in the middle? I don't know why it's not resuming. Yeah, put your mic in the middle. All right, boys. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. My mom can only talk to me a couple of times a week because she's it, in Europe right now. It's really not even an excuse, Miss Murphy. It, it's a really I mom, you should be very apologetic after this interview because I was on a roll and I and I was about to talk about Cam Newton and you so just ruined everything. Just ruined it. I'm just kidding. Love you, mom. All right. All jokes. 
Ravens minus four and a half versus the Bears. Big bounce back week for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. They're going to destroy the Bears. Saints plus one and a half versus the Eagles because upsets always happen in this league. And Saints have a great defense. That's why. Titans minus ten and a half versus the Texans. Tay, can you name a team that is rolling and doing hotter than the Titans this year? Patriots. Right now. Uh, Dude, the, team, like the Titans are killing. What was your everyone. What was your Titans bet? Uh, minus ten and a half versus the Texans. I don't like the half, but ten and a half versus the Texans. Hello, I like. It. Don't love it. That's uh, same division, right? Yeah. Divisional games are weird, dude. They are. I'll give I you. Know. I'll give you a chance right here on the podcast, right here. Change if you want. It's not nope. Set in stone. I like Texans minus ten and All a right. half. Uh. Packer, oh, I hate to do we this We might have one. just found a new setup. We don't know. I hate to do this one, guys. Packers My Vikings good. finally won a close game. And Vikings, I love you so much. And you will split with the Packers this year. You will win a game. However, two and a half points for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. This Packers team looks deadly. I think they're going to go into U.S. Bank Stadium. And obviously the Vikings will keep it close because it's the Vikings. But I think they're going to win by three or more. I hate to do that one. Especially because it's the Packers. Fuck Aaron Rodgers and fuck you Packers. Bengals minus one and a half versus the Dude, Raiders. Dude, I don't think, I do not think the Packers are winning this week. They're too hot. They always drop one versus the Vikings. That's they true. don't win that many games. And I know it's hard for you as a fan to be like, oh, we're going to go beat them. But like. Just, oh no, I hope I'm with you. But just, I hope you prove just from a third party perspective, the same way you look at the Patriots a little different than me sometimes, from like on the outside looking in, this game isn't to me too much about the better team right now. It's more about the fact that the Vikings compete in every game and Packers are bound to drop a game. They've how many in a row? Eight? Yeah. What are they? In one? So yeah. So I personally think they are bound to drop a game and who better to do it against versus the divisional rivals, which this is a weekly uh, occurrence, and I won't say this on the podcast because it's not um, something that people around me would have been too happy with. Me and my friends used to have this strategic way of going about our bets where we'd place one a week and choose a team, and we'd money line them, and let's just say I did that last year. Packers, I think they were at home too, versus the Vikings. I don't know if you remember this game. You, I'm sure oh, yeah. you do remember this game oh, yeah. when you guys beat them last year. When Kirk Cousins balled out like he usually does. So anyway, Unless after watching time. that and just seeing the way things have trended, teams don't win forever. Uh, yeah, They lose, obviously. So anyway, let's keep going. I'm not changing that pick, though. I really hope the Vikings win that one. Hate the Packers. My other lock of the week. First one was the Colts. This one is the Bengals. Minus one. Coming off a bye. Versus the discombobulated Raiders. Um, Derek Carr is a great quarterback. They have a good defense. I do like their interim head coach. He's no John Gruden. I shouldn't say that on the podcast. But coming coming off a coming off a bye. Just to clarify, I like the Bengals. Just to clarify, he's a big. He was a big Gruden fan, and the shows in the QB thing. Not to get confused with the recent controversy. Oh yeah. Uh, so, all right, we just got to put that out there. But keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Bengals coming off a bye, I think they're going to kind of figure it out. 
and they're facing a team that is a little bit lost without Henry Ruggs. Um, anyways, my other lock of the week. You're just, on a, you're just on a roll here with these references, man. You really just brought up Ruggs and Gruden in the same uh-huh. in the same thirty seconds. <laughs> let's keep. Uh, how let's how keep can rolling. you talk? About, how can you talk about the Raiders without did Ruggs guys, and Gruden? Did you guys Gruden. hear about Henry Ruggs and Devonta Smith playing NBA Two K? No. Last night. They were playing Two K together. Yeah. That's. Oh, because he's still somebody, like weighing for his court. Yeah. Did somebody? Well, he's not. Did he get bailed out? Is he at home? So, so he's at home right now playing 2K. Yeah, bro, this guy. Listen, listen. We've already I we went into this in depth the last time, uh, and it is 3:52. We gotta get rolling. Hurry up. D- uh, sorry. Depending on Kyler's health, if he plays, I like the minus two versus Seattle. If he doesn't play, I like Russell Wilson plus two and a half. We don't know what's going on with Kyler Murray and DeAndre like, like, Hopkins right now. Let's get through this. Cowboys plus two and a half and money line versus the Chiefs. Upset here. Love the Cowboys versus the Chiefs. Last one, Giants plus 11 and a half versus the Bucks. 11 and a half is a lot of points. College, four for five last week. And I hope I can go five for five this week. Fuck you, TCU, last week for ruining that. Michigan State plus 19 versus Ohio State. 19's a lot for what I think could be a close game, but Michigan State's defense sucks, and Ohio State's offense is great. Wake Force plus 3.5 versus Clemson. Clemson is not that good. Oklahoma minus 4 versus Ohio State. Bounce back week for them. However, I don't know what's going on with Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler. Baylor money line uh, versus Kansas State. It's a pick'em game. Like that one. Michigan State, or sorry, Michigan. Minus 13 and a half versus Maryland, who's not a great team. Uh, three AFL over-unders. Pats, Falcons, over 48 tomorrow night. Sorry, tonight. Uh, Ravens, Bears, over 45. <laughs> uh, Vikings, Packers, under 50. Those are my picks. We're moving on to more important things. So we got a few minutes for you guys here because... We got to get this interview to you guys, but one thing I definitely want to talk about is what should we go in, into here? We Do started it. off with we we covered Tampa Bay in the last episode. Obviously, nothing's changed since then. All right, I guess a little Thursday night football preview, which we got. Team has a couple hours. Couple hours, definitely not a day and a half. But listen, here's here's what I will say. Um, he took minus seven. He took plus seven for the Falcons, and I'm not mad at it. That's a very big line. People are starting to love the Patriots, which I'm happy about. Uh, I expect this to be more of the same. I expect if we were <clears throat> see what he's doing to me. If we were able to have make Justin Herbert have the worst game of his career, uh, make Baker Mayfield have one of the worst games of his career. Oh no, he said worse. Uh, Sam Sam Darnold. Just doing Sam Darnold things. What did he throw? Three? Yeah, three. Two to Jace. No, yeah. two. Three. 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 We obviously, I mean, Sam Darnold, <laughs> Sam Darnold doesn't necessarily count as a, uh, still a great defense performance by us. Um, and then obviously going all the way back to that Jets game. Um, defense has been dominating. I think the defense dominates. I think this is the, I want to say it's the 30th ranked defense in the league the Falcons are. I think Mac Jones eats them alive. I think we stopped Kyle Pitts, and then what? And then... That's I, all they have, Kyle I kind of see this 35 to nothing, 
and I could be completely wrong, and I am a fan, but even though I'm a fan, I'll admit when I'm nervous going into games or feel weird about them, and I just think my fandom at this point is an advantage because I do believe that I'm so like in touch with this team and I can kind of feel what they're about to do. I expect a nothing less than a very dominant performance, and at the very least, pulling the game out and so, going with this. Let, let me say why I took the Falcons plus seven. When I have to choose between a game, because I'm going to sit down and watch it, and it makes it more fun, I'm not addicted to sports gambling. I've told my <laughs> sports bookie, if I ever go negative, like overall, if I ever go negative, you take me off the book because I cannot go negative and try and get back to positive. And I've done so much research on sports bang where I know my limits. However, this is where I say, when I sit down and I ban the game that I'm gonna watch, it makes it more fun. I'm not gonna lie, it makes it more fun. I can't do it for Vikings games because it's the Vikings and I have to like actually watch the game without being like, oh, I think we're gonna lose by six. Or, oh, I, th I want this game to go under 50. Like, that, that doesn't make it fun. That's why you don't ban your own team. However, what I'm saying here is the Falcons and Patriots, what I did was um, I reached into my little piggy bank and I grabbed a coin from it, a quarter, and I said, hey, quarter, heads is Falcons, tails is Patriots. And I do this a couple times. I've done it four times this year. My record is four for four when I flipped that coin. Oh, don't tell me that, bro. Bro, I'm serious. So right, I flipped well, that we, coin. Well, we could still win. And it landed heads. We could oh, no. They're, Patriots are going to win. But they're not winning. Knock on wood right now. I, I don't believe in knocking on wood, but whatever. Patriots, I think, will win. Just not by more than a touchdown. Hey, it's seven and a half. You can win by a touchdown. That's fine by me. I'm more confident on under 48 because Patriots like to keep games a little bit low um, a little bit low Falcons won't be able low. Falcons won't be able to score on the Patriots a little bit low the last our last scores go 56 points what I'm uh, saying is your defense like the Falcons points, won't be 30 able to score. points we had 30 points low game was 24 uh, That's a winning, winning, high and then we just went 45 again we can score on these guys all day and I expect oh you guys can score on them but they won't be able to score on what's your the over under 48 I like under. Yeah, I'm not mad at that under. All Spe right. Speaking of the Patriots, let me talk about man in the arena. We got two minutes. For a couple seconds. Man in the arena. The documentary on ESPN Plus. If you don't have ESPN Plus, you better subscribe. Because that documentary, the first episode, is so brilliant and so great. I love Tom Brady. Oh, boy. Was that so much fun to watch. I am saving it. Uh, until Brady retires, or or at the very least, maybe so maybe good. the off season or something. I don't want it to be skewed in my brain. Um, Tom Brady is my favorite all time athlete ever, any sport. So I'm saving it. I'm gonna binge it all in one. True. Let's talk about Mike White quickly. We don't have time, bro. We got time. Let's talk about Mike White quickly. Mike White Lightning did not perform as what was should have been. Number one overall pick. Should have. They're we, starting Joe Flacco. We do Flacco. not slander Mike White on this podcast. Oh, boy. 
Joe, Joe Flacco is starting. Here's, I mean, here's the thing That's about Joe. We don't got any time, but I will say Joe's going to go out there and give you 25, uh, 250 yards, a touchdown, and a pick probably. And they know that, so going up versus the Finns, I think they're just going to take that. Um, with that being said... Wait. what? What's your upset of the week? I already told you guys. Colts over Bills, and that is my upset of the week. And with that being said, should we... You guys are getting a great interview with some defensive dogs some dogs on Syracuse and in three it was such a great <coughs> oh boy had to end the interview or the episode with the cough but it was such a great interview with them and I'm so happy to be back oh one more thing sorry we're running out of time like Tay said we're taking this show on the road, would you say? On the road. Expect a New York City episode uh, this upcoming, this upcoming Thanksgiving break. We do got to go. And as soon as I clap my hands, Mikel Jones will be sitting right in this chair. Episode 5 with Mr. Tay Sweetwood, my co-host. Uh, we got an interesting set this time because we got some dudes showing up to this interview. Some absolute monsters. One of them, Teddy, would you say uh, he's the leading, leading tackler on Syracuse? I would say that. You know who the other one is? Who's that? The second leading tackler on Syracuse. The two, oh, boy! The two biggest dogs that we got here going defense on Defensive dogs! We got Michael Jones and we got Stefan Thompson. What up, Michael? Stefan? Thanks for calling, boys. Tight squeeze. These dorms are made for... Normal size dudes. Camera good. Not the football players. Alright. If y'all just want to kick off. We're good, right? Yeah. Okay. First question. What made you choose Syracuse? This guy right here ain't gonna lie for real for real. So You guys knew each other? No, no, no. So I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. So my boy Lee, he don't go in there no more. He was he was the reason he was my host or whatever. So it was him and uh and Kel. What do you mean by host? Like they hosted me, like when, when oh when you came in. for a visit, yeah. gotcha. and so I came to every home game, and I was just like I was the first to second commit here. Okay. So when I came here, the boys talked to me, sat down, talked to me, told me what it was. They would they kept like they, it was honest with me and stuff like that, and then I ended up committing here probably summer of junior year. Where else were you looking? I was committed ever since. I mean, I was talking to schools like UNC, like Duke, like. Tennessee, like schools like that, Penn State. Yeah, and you, and you chose this? Yeah. That's awesome. And how about you? Hosts made a difference. Yeah. For sure. Gotcha. It definitely. Uh, kind of hosts made a difference uh, with, my, with my decision, too. Uh, I went to uh, school with Andre Cisco. You went to IMG, yeah. right? Yeah, IMG. Right. I, went to him, I went there. With, I played with him my junior year there, and it was like, when I got here, he was doing a lot of big things, and he was like, man, if you want an opportunity to get education, this is where you want to come. And like, I was looking at a couple of other schools, like uh, Louisville, Oregon, uh, Ole Miss. So, all conferences? Yeah, all, yeah, Florida State. And it was it just seemed like the best fit for me, so I just took a leap of faith and did came that, all the way up here to Syracuse. Did that play any role in your decision-making, like conference-wise, for any of you? Um, I knew I wanted to be in the ACC. I just, the yeah. It was just me trying to come to a Power 5 school. Yeah, I, could, no, I, I knew I could play at, really. Yeah. Was, so, yeah, we were looking up some of your offers and stuff, and it was the same thing with you. I mean, I guess you knew Andre um, and stuff like that. So what was it like coming from a place like Florida, 
all the way to the snowiest place uh, in the United States, Syracuse. Um, different, different, definitely. Like today, the first day, uh, snow day of the season, and it's like yeah. you just take a me being from Miami, you take a step back and be like, oh, it's really snowing because you yeah, you and, and you're changes. used to that. You're around yeah, here. I, I kind of so that's another reason why I came up. I like the cold. Yeah, I, I can't do the hot. So no, that's I another reason why I picked this. Series. So so Steph, you started what was it seven or eight games last year, right? As yeah, as freshman. true freshman at seventeen years old. Yeah. I mean, that's, Young Fred, that's, that's crazy. ridiculous. I mean, I took a gap year. I'm 20, if you don't know. So I took a gap year. But even so, I mean, you were out there versus dudes who were probably 23, 24. Yeah. I mean, can you describe what that was like? Or I mean, did you feel it or no? You just It was at first, like when I first got here, I was like, I was kind of stuck. Like, oh, wow, this is, this is what I'm doing now. Yeah. But after a while, you, you get into the groove, you start playing, and it just you just get used to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You got to get comfortable yeah. in the system and stuff like that. From my perspective, he was built for it, for real. And that's what I told him. Like, we just, just come here, I'm like, man, I can tell you built you get, for it. You know, such a good defense. Yeah, you guys yeah. have players literally everywhere. I mean, on the D-line, um, but also, like, in the linebacker and front yeah. seven and your secondary. That's what I was telling my boys. Like, I, we can't score on anyone, but low-key, like, we could. Our this team could play defense against anyone, yeah. I believe, honestly. Yeah, despite last game, we put up a little poor performance. You can check so, the stats. So. I, I couldn't watch the game. I was in Minneapolis. But I could watch the game, so I'm going to ask you guys a few questions. I promise I won't stay too long at it because I know it's yeah. obviously wasn't something great. Um, so I got to ask. You did you think that that they were gonna call that on you, for for that targeting? No, no me neither. No. Because what what was the play like? Well, my I, I didn't, my I interpretation didn't of the rule was his head was down, but you were nowhere like you hit. It was like in like his like lower side. Yeah. He was nowhere near the kid's head or neck. So my interpretation of the rule is headable uh, forcible contact to the head or neck area. Right. That's what I thought. But then I guess they got you for lowering the crown, or what did yeah, they tell you? Yeah, yeah lowering the crown, but what they don't understand that he was falling. So my my target, like my eyes, was locked on his body. So as he yeah. was falling, I was looking at him, and you know, of course, it's gonna look like my head's going down. Yeah, I saw exactly. a video of Dino in the press or after the game uh, press conference say like, I don't, I don't know how he got ejected there. Like yeah, he said, uh, what do you say? He said it's like losing Schrader out there. They're calling you could be the defense. Player. Yeah. So like, so like, I was, I watched the whole thing. I'm right there running the ball with him. So when I looked at him, I like we didn't no, think yeah, they were gonna, we didn't think they were gonna call it, and then they stopped and called it, and we just, we just had to adjust and play. What what difference of a game this year versus um, Louisville that was last year for you? Last year you had best game of your career versus Louisville. I mean, I feel like they were. I was playing on backside the whole game. I really, out. they wasn't trying to run to him. No, <laughs> honestly. And like when they made, when they ran to me, <coughs> I was trying to make the play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Michael, where did you get the inspiration for the wristbands? Because we all know it's all famous. I saw the kids on Halloween got wristbands all up and down their arm. Yeah. Where did you start that? That started in high school or something? Um, honestly, I did. I did rock it one time in high school, but it was with the smaller bands. Uh, I was doing this since freshman year. Freshman year, yeah. Really? It wasn't until like that. I got back in the, this year, like my junior year. Last year we didn't have fans until like the fans seen it, and then a couple of people started watching us more in the defense. But it's just like it goes back to playing mad when I was a kid. Yeah. Just yeah. getting creating a player, making them look crazy, putting yeah. all the wristbands. So I was like, one day when I first got here, I was like, all right, let me see the swag. I'm gonna put the sleeve and let me put the wristbands over here. Yeah, exactly. Can I just caught people's attention. Like. All right, like just go, it's kind of going back to the high school question, but like, what's one distinct thing you noticed that was different from high school football to college 
college football, beside the fact that it's a different level of intensity? Yeah, that's a good like, what's like something that really stood out to you as like a true freshman where you're like, holy shit, like this uh, is like college football? Speed and intensity. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a lot of people, like. A lot of people play football, but it's, it all, it's a different type of mindset you have when going against, like, he, so like I knew he me, had the mindset, him being 17, yeah. like, coming early. Yeah, exactly. Go against grown men. You don't know how old this dude, you don't know how old he is, how strong he is, but you guys just got to go out there and play football. Like, yeah, exactly. But it's way faster and more physical at this level. I think it was, like, the attention to detail, like, the small things that you really got to lock into and really actually do your job and don't worry about making the big play because the big play going to come to you, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. It's weird because as fans, like, Teddy and I and Richie, we all we go all the games together, and, like, we're actually there to watch the game, especially Teddy because his brother is uh, John. But Dude, I've had to stop going to the games because I can't tell what's going <laughs> on because I'm fucking 5'6", so I have to watch on TV sometimes so I actually can see what's going <laughs> yeah. on. We're like, Teddy, bro, you yeah. just got to come with us. Like, but um, I totally get But, like, when we're there... I don't know. For me personally, I'm like, God, I love watching football for, like, the offense and the scoring. But when it comes to Syracuse football, I'm like, I love Sean Tucker. I love Garrett Trader. And the offense is fun to watch. But I'm like, oh, when the defense comes on versus versus anyone, I'm like like watching Stefan stop the run and Mikel jumping all over the fucking field. Yeah. Yeah. You hear us? Do you hear do you hear it get loud when you're in the when you're in the dome? So yeah. so freshman year to now, it's like a difference. Like before we didn't have any fans, so it'd be third down, they have like the sound effects on, but now it's like it's like how I was in my visit. Like Rutgers game is yeah. probably one of the most la- loudest games I've been in. Yeah. And like you can see Clemson, everyone, everyone sure. was locked in, dialed in. Yeah. yeah crowd you can't hear nothing there's points on on the like the field where i look at kel ask him for the play he'll look at me can't hear me so i have to go up to him tap him actually actually really? physically and that's that's on us that's no, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. oh that's awesome so you guys roommates uh no nah, we always we yeah always we always hang around each other though yeah and that that start like your friendship kind of built like when you came to visit or yeah so i went to, i went to every home game when i was recruit so was every home game how far away did you so I used to fly. Actually, <laughs> I live in I, I live in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, oh shit! All right. Yeah. I thought you were, I thought he was local. No, nah, but uh, I'm from Long Island, New York, though. So okay. That's okay. probably like four hours from here. But you went to high school in Charlotte. Yeah. Gotcha. You uh, did you go to so did you do a visit to UNC or something like that? Just yeah, I went. I went on a couple of visits to all over. Really? Just because those unis are nice. Yeah. You get the pictures. Actually, but. something cool is I played my last high school game. At UNC, really? and then my first college game here at UNC. Oh, wow. So that was kind of something like repeat. memorable. I never repeat. That's crazy. What's the life like on South? What I want to know: What's the routine, and what's the life like as a college athlete? Um, I mean, I'm sure it's, like it's a one lot. Day, one day, like what's that one busy day? I just couldn't imagine. Get him! I get him a Friday, like travel day. Okay. Well, I so. couldn't imagine like going to class. Oh, you're going to practice all the time, like your meal plan, all that stuff. What's it like? Um, so, a lot of it, like a lot of it's on the table. It's all about what you do with it. Honestly, it's all about what you do with your time or how you how you execute your day. And you gotta execute your day every day because if you don't, you're gonna fall behind in some aspect yeah. of your life. Either whether it's school, football, or just keeping contact with your family. Like we wake up every morning on a regular schedule. Six o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. Some people wake up five thirty, get extra treatment. We have a couple meetings before we practice around eight. 
practice, have a lift afterwards, and then by the time it's twelve o'clock, you done you done had a crazy day already. Yeah, you know, people just waking like. up, going to their first class. So That's you me, bro. Class, yeah, and you tired as hell. Like you, you just super tired, and then you got your next class, next class, and throughout all this, you got to make sure you putting all the energy and the foods. You got to make sure you're eating right because all the stuff you did in the morning. And then sometimes you might just have a meeting in the afternoon. And it's just like just keeping up with everything, but a lot of this stuff is keeping up with it while you're tired and when you really don't want to sometimes because it's already hard being a college student, just keeping up with the work. And then you add the, uh, the pressure of being an uh, athlete, it's tough. Some people overlook it a lot, but yeah, so same, same with you, same kind of so experience. Like, so, yeah, so we just wake up in the morning. The hardest part probably be probably oh, like 5 30, uh, 6 o'clock. Solid times like five. Bro, I can't make it to my eight a.m. Sometimes. No, yeah, that's crazy. What What were you gonna say about travel day? Oh, like so, travel day. You just gotta. It starts with us waking up. We get to sleep in. So Fridays we usually get to sleep in. So we'll we'll probably wake up like at eight o'clock instead of waking up at six. (laughs) And then we'll usually like pack our bags, get ready, make sure every everybody has everything. Then we'll go to meetings, go to our walkthroughs. Then if it's here, we'll, we'll take the bus to the hotel. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys not, stay at a hotel even for home games, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, really? that's a pretty cool experience, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You like doing that or no? It's the best. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're kind of, like, isolated. You get, to, you get to really, like, actually lock in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, you're all in your own hotel room? Yeah. yeah. You guys ever had, roommate, you ever had dudes go missing, like, right before a game or something? Like, never? Nah. Nah. <laughs> that would be, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that will be the last day on the team, right? <laughs> So wait, back back to the defense. Uh, I'm just curious to know, like, like how do you reflect on this season, especially compared to like last year, and how do you, s- or like, what's something you've really noticed? Yeah, like what changed, I guess. All right, so from that from so obviously one and ten or whatever it was to now. Like you guys this year dogging. we call it the mob. That's our, that's our that's our like go to word yeah. the mob. Yeah. So if if one person mobbing, we all mobbing. Yeah. If we all mobbing, like just run into the simple yeah. stuff, just I run into the that. ball. So one person, one person trying to tackle the, the person, other one trying to strip the ball out, rip yeah. the ball out. Just little stuff like that is which helped us like improve and then like our chemistry. So like, I can look at him. I don't even gotta tell him what the play is or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can just look at him, give him the look, and me and him gonna be on Start the same point. Or something we just know we, like, like a feeling. You get it. Such a. Young team too. Yeah, definitely. like Deuce and yeah, get, like all you guys are so young. So so can't imagine of, for uh, next year too. So yeah, so Sean Tucker, you're gonna have Sean Tucker Schrader back. All these dudes back. I'm super excited for next year. Uh, you are this your junior year, right? Yes, sir. You going anywhere? You staying? Uh, oh, I guess you can't not gonna tell us here, yeah, but yeah. but listen, <laughs> can't say yeah. we want you back anyway. But either way, this team's young. What's it like? A guy who's gonna be coming back next year, Sean Tucker. What's it like going up against him in practice? Like, what makes him so great? Because um, obviously he's not the biggest dude ever and stuff like that. Like, so wow. starting from like my freshman year, it was we'd be going like I was with, running with the ones and twos my freshman year. He was running with the ones and twos. He was like it was just little stuff like we'd be like we'd be in a scrimmage. He'll break a run for a long a long run, and then it was just little stuff he was doing like he would just like the cuts he was making. Yeah, see it. Like, he's you, so loose. You can see it. Yeah, you can see him developing uh-huh. as a player, getting better and better every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some dudes just got it. And then what about like? Going in practice against Garrett. Yeah, how about Garrett? Well, I guess you guys are new. No, wait. New I, I have a better question about this. Uh, first half of the season in practice going against Tommy versus going against Garrett in well, the second well, half. Well, they were both always like getting splitting reps. Yeah, okay. the so, a lot, yeah. like, 
So what's Tom, the difference in like play, play? Yeah, yeah. What's the difference in like playing with Garrett or with Tommy or like against either of them in practice? So it's like they're two different quarterbacks. Honestly, they both can do a lot of similar things, but when it comes to like throwing the ball, Tommy's more. He, he wants to be more like a pocket passer, throw yeah. the ball. So that's what you expect. You expect certain route concepts to get a quarterback who throws the ball, get him uh, easy route concepts. But when you get straight in the game, where in practice it's like, okay, now you can get option, all types of trickery plays where the quarterback keeps the ball, quarterback counter, and then you can get a RPO, pass it, because he's a good passer too. So it just opened up the game a little bit more. Right. So this weekend, you guys got, you guys got NC State, NC State this weekend, that's home? Mm -hmm. No, that's away. Is that NC State? Pitt is home. Yeah. Pitt is the last home game? Yeah. Sure. Can't wait. Yeah. On, uh, not this Saturday, but the following. Yeah. So, you guys, in terms of being bowl eligible, you need a, you need one more win? Yeah, mm -hmm. one more win. So, you got, you need NC State or Pitt, right? Both. Trying to get both, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, yeah, yes, like yes. Like no, love, love that mentality. Yeah, yeah. You want, I know, yeah, we need both. But, if you did win one, you're bowl eligible. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, what a close, tough, like, what... What nice. a tough end to the season. Yeah. Those no, two teams are good. Fun though. No, but, I was going to say, you don't really want it any... I mean, obviously, you wish you haven't lost the game, but you don't want it any other way besides everything on the line. But watching, yeah, like, you guys yeah. all year long, for, forget Louisville, though. Whatever. Yeah. Every and team there's a late, few, And there's a few games early on you guys definitely should have had. That's not nothing like you... You know what I mean? We lost early on, yeah. honestly. Even, like, crazy. Clemson and... Um, and even, even though Rutgers was 17-7, to 7, I feel like we, like, you guys ran that back, like... I don't see that happening again. That's yeah. just me personally. But yeah. I always thought it was harder to beat a team twice too. Yeah, especially. Yeah. And I think if you guys play them again, you're definitely putting on more than seventeen. That's just my opinion. But and it also had to do with the fact that it was the beginning of the season. Yeah. First game, you know what I mean? Every first game playing up uh, yeah. the team. Yeah. Since last season. Yeah, that was like your first real real opponent. Mm -hmm. Um no, I think if we if yeah, if you ran it back against Rutgers, we definitely win. I like that um, one. Mm -hmm. With Schrader and the new offense. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, I don't think, yeah. <laughs> that's he agrees. But last thing, I noticed your necklace. You want to describe that? That's pretty sick right uh, there. It's, that? it's like It's like protection, like more life. Yeah, okay. it's like yeah. Drake hands, oh. right? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you guys' majors uh, besides the NFL? So I'm in human development and family science. That's my major. Is that Falk? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Falk. Psychology. Psychology? Oh, nice, yeah. nice. I almost came here. So I guess uh, I guess that's all we got for you guys. I think. Right? Let's Do you guys have here. anything to add? Uh, we appreciate appreciate y'all having us here. No, yeah, that that's back with you. No, no, I gotta ask one more thing. What is it, Richie? You know this one. What? Mikel, you're following me on Insta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, how do you know me, bro? He's just like, yeah, you always right. used to talk about like, yeah, Mikel nah, I was like, bro, Mikel follows me. And then I was like, I think he just knows, like, I'm the big man on campus. He's a like, big, big freshman on campus. We were looking through his Instagram, and I was like, yo, shit, look who follows you. And I was like, Mikel follows me? Mikel. Mikel. We keep forgetting. Why do I keep saying Mikel? I'm going to just call him Kel, because I heard you say Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I, if I see somebody, like, I, I try to follow people back. Oh, I don't know. I probably sure. thought I knew you, honestly. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a lot of people say. That's what a lot of people you say. Back. It, no, it's I'm not just that kidding. serious with me on Instagram. Um, no, that's sick. All right. All right. I guess that's it, boys. Thank you. We want to thank you guys for coming out so much. Stefan. That's huge. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And good luck for Sensi State. Sir.